All right, we're here with our first episode of Dominate Real Estate. We've got Mr. Brian Joseph here. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing today? I feel amazing. I feel amazing. amazing. How you feeling? You look like a million bucks, my friend. I do? You do. Thank you. You do. Thank you, thank you. Looking like (laughs) an 800 credit score. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, I am Jeff Jokum, and this is our very first episode of Dominate Real Estate. Uh, We're here just getting started folks. So it should be a fun, excitement, exciting episode. And speaking of getting started, what better topic to talk about other than getting started investing in real estate, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, there's a lot of folks that wish they could be real estate investors. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've been thinking about becoming real estate investors, but they never get started, you know? And so I think it's time to do a deep dive into the top three reasons why people never get started investing in real estate. Mm -hmm. Ready to go on this journey, Brian? Yes, sir. All right. So when it comes to the first reason that comes to mind for me, it's typically mindset, right? Now, everybody throws this idea around mindset. We've heard it a lot. In the pandemic, there's a big surge in people thinking about the mindset. Um, You know, everybody's doing yoga, meditating, and doing Mm -hmm. something to control their mindset. Um, But as it relates to investing in real estate, I think it does truly start with mindset. And from the standpoint as uh, when it comes to how you identify, right? Millennials, uh, I feel like millennials is a cuss word. You ever heard millennial used in a good context? <laughs> I think technically I'm a millennial. Millennial. Yeah, yeah, I'm either Gen Z or millennial, but uh-huh. every time it's like damn millennials or <laughs> it's never a good <laughs> used in a good context. But mm-hmm. in any case, millennials, I t- typically say stuff like I do not identify as you know, a uh, unemployed person. I heard that the other day. I don't identify as a book or whatever it is, right? Um, <laughs> but when it comes to your identity, a lot of people's identity, it can be used for a good way, right? So mm-hmm. if you identify as a successful person who's going to do it, who's going to make it, right? Then typically things will follow mm-hmm. as you identify as, right? Um, so when we're thinking of rags to riches stories, right? A lot of times when people are talking about getting started in investing, there's going to be these little rags to riches stories that are there. And the whole point of the rags to riches stories is, is for you to be able to identify with the character that's starting off in this raggedy place, right? Mm-hmm. And now, if you're looking at your rag, you're like, oh, my, my rags are way filthier than what they've got going on. You might not be able to, to you know, identify with this person or this character, mm-hmm. right? So let's say... And all of these real estate investing books, you know, there's a middle class, working class person that is tired of working for the man, and they then decide they're going to take control of their life and they're going to start investing, right? But then there's me. Here I am sitting with a 400 credit score, uh, my account's in overdraft, and you know, I'm just trying to get to the level of getting to the working class person and mm-hmm. to have a, a sense of decency. So a lot of times people can't even relate to these characters when it comes to these rags to riches stories, and they can't even see themselves or get their mindset in a proper place mm-hmm. to where they can even picture themselves getting to that next level, right? We're, we're beneath your normal starting point. If you're if they're at rags, I don't know what we're at. We're, we must be naked out here, Name. you know? And I think what's unique we think about your story versus my story and how we started getting involved in investing in real estate, um, we're coming from two different vantage points, right? Um, my perspective is I'm a college dropout, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm a person that's gone the route of doing sales and eventually 
I read a bunch of books and decided I was going to get started investing in real estate when I've hit rock bottom, Mm -hmm. you know, got (laughs) cheated on and dumped by a girlfriend, was sitting there with a 400 credit score, didn't even have a car, was sitting on a bus bench. And I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to turn my life around and it's fine. I'm finally going to start applying the things I've read in a book Mm -hmm. versus somebody like you who's gone, let's say, a different route. Um, I imagine you you took the, the route of. Uh, you went to college and got a degree. Is that, yeah, is that right? I took I took the I took the the route that they said was that that's gonna make you successful, right? I mm-hmm. took I took that route, went to school, got my degree, but life happened. You got at your the degree same in time. real estate? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> I got my degree in health administration. That sounds a lot like uh, house flipping to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you got your degree in health administration mm-hmm. and. I imagine that that was a free degree or did it cost you a couple bucks? Like what's a, uh, I'm still paying for, uh, I'm oh, but, still paying for that. But Biden forgave that for you, didn't he? Though? No. Okay. We got yeah. 10 grand. No, off. Nothing's free. You got a coupon off of it. <laughs> um, so, so you, I'm sorry, but you, you started and went a more traditional route. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what I mean by life happens is like with my story after, after graduating college, I had a daughter I started working crazy, uh-huh. three jobs, uh, r- stumbled into sales relate, related to uh, what you're going to get into, but stumbled into sales and that sales opened my mind up to personal development, real estate, and that's what led me onto my path. All right. So I think at a certain point in time, I imagine that at a certain point in time, you had to look at your situation and say, Hey, you know what? Um, this is the path I'm currently on, right? And I see myself in a better place. I, I imagine that there's a there's a way that I can veer off of this trajectory that I'm on and do something more, mm-hmm. where you started to shift your mindset at a certain point in time, right? Yeah. Um, how was it when it came from you shifting your mindset to thinking, look, I'm just going to be the working man who's going to be health uh, administration, administering, or whatever uh-huh. that is, uh-huh. to... I can be successful at real estate investing. Like, what what was that like? Shifting your mindset. What was it like? Yeah, it was. It. That's a great question. Did, did you see or did you know anybody around you that that was doing real estate? Yeah, that was successful. No, I had, I had I had no one that I that I knew that was doing real estate. I knew about the only people that that I knew about real estate was the books, right? Yeah. Like Rich Dad Poor Dad was one that one that I read. That's what jump started like me looking into it more mm-hmm. went to one of those rich dad poor dad events right <laughs> oh, okay got you a free lunch or something yeah out there too. yeah like they have those 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 three-day events so i i did that aren't those funny like i i thought robert kiyosaki would actually be there yeah i thought i was gonna meet him but then it's like a video <laughs> of him robert his, sent me to tell yeah, you how his favorite uh, all, they're all his favorite <laughs> yeah yeah i'm his favorite one so yeah yeah, yeah no um but but that's kind of what I was thinking about, you know, uh, and more so before we, we, we run too far away from this is mm-hmm. how if you don't know anybody around you that's doing this, mm-hmm. except for a character in a book. And if that character, their rags story, right, is is better than is your best case scenario is you yeah. on a good day. Yeah. How can you then go from that mindset of, man, I. <laughs> They're, they think they got it rough. I'm, I'm in a worse situation. Like, how can you go from that to eventually getting into the business, 
getting it, getting the mindset, the right mindset, then dominating in this business, in this <laughs> industry. Um, and I think the reason why, a big reason why we've gotten into this podcast is because, hey, look, there's somebody that went to Penn State, right, that has a very similar story to me that might not be able to identify with other folks, you know, who are doing something else. There's somebody who, yeah, is a Haitian American kid that's a college dropout mm-hmm. that needs to hear this. There's somebody that, that looks like me or looks like you. Um, and I think the more perspective we have and the more that we get this narrative out that, hey, look, it doesn't matter what you look look like. At the end of the day, we've all came to the same place, right? Whether we came from college, we, we realize that this is a path we want to go to. But I think the more that people are in search of the right type of people to identify with, to, to um, get into proper mindset, like... It really doesn't matter is what I've come to find out, mm-hmm. whether it be an Asian guy by the name of Robert Kiyosaki or be a college dropout. It still applies. Yeah. The same stuff still applies. Now, your starting point might be different. Um, for me, I wanted to make sure that during this podcast, we tell stories from different backgrounds um, so that way people can can understand that, hey, look, you know, not everybody starts with a college degree. Right? Yeah. There's a college dropout that has the same situation. Yeah. There's a single mom. There's a whatever. Um, GED. I know people that's in real estate with only their GED. Right. And I mean, <coughs> you look at how many Silicon Valley uh, entrepreneurs are college dropouts. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the first thing I'd say when it comes to mindset is we need to make sure that we still can picture that, uh, that how we can actually get there despite our current circumstances. And I don't think your starting point really matters. It's more so it's the destination mm-hmm. and you can lay, you can lay plans just depending on where you're at um, and still get to where you, you need to get to when it comes mm-hmm. to mindset. So I think a major hurdle that people have is once again, they can't picture themselves even in the realm of even the worst case scenario in a lot of these rags of riches stories, but they also can't even picture themselves being the success. Um, you know, a, a lot of things that I, 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 I get to, I've, I've real, I've visualized them before I've actually gotten there. And I think the same would be true for you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Right. Um, so a lot of people think it's fluff. You know, we have a vision uh, board. It's just positive talk, whatever it is. But truly what you focus on expands. Um, and as the mind goes, uh, it, it shows up in life. Yeah. The same way, right? So um, so mindset is one of the main things. Uh, I think the first thing that really helped me shape my mindset was I, I stumbled upon the book, The Secret. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm going to lie as if I read the book, but I really watched the, the YouTube video instead. Because I was too lazy to read the to read the book. What, yeah. what helped you shift your mindset, or was there a book, or was it just you just got up and did it? What was it? Um, a few things, right? It was, it's how you react to life situations. How what changed my mindset, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, if I'm working three jobs and I'm still not making enough money to provide, what is wrong? Like there there has to be a better way, right? So that just allowed me to realize, hey, this way, or if I'm working a job. And, okay, this is going to be my job. This is going to be, like, my career, right? Mm-hmm. You get fired a week into it. They don't need your your position anymore. You get fired a week into it. Wow, this was, yeah, I just quit all these three jobs just to do this, right? Yeah. Now you're scrambling, trying to figure out what am I going to do next, right? Then you get hired at sales. So you're there. I'm there for um, ten, nine to ten months. I'm there for nine to ten months. I'm all into this company. Give them all working nine to 11 at night some days because there's like after we come in and do our sales there's team nights you got to go out with the, with the team you have drinks stuff like that right to build a camaraderie in the sales office right yeah. then they fire me while i'm on vacation right wow <laughs> so you got an extended vacation yeah 
<laughs> right? So it's like all of these paths that they say, yo, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that, you're supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. And you're going those routes, you're following those systems, and it's like, yo, it still comes out. So so you did everything right and by the by the book mm-hmm. for the most part in a traditional sense, right? 100%. Go to school, That's how it felt. Get a good job, work hard. Earn your vacation. Yeah, get your vacation time, and then yeah. you do all that. Yeah, and here I am doing a, taking a completely different path, uh, dropping out of college, mm-hmm. uh, doing sales, um, you know, just blowing my money. You know, like salespeople, we got ten grand in commission coming in. I'm spending eleven. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just partying <laughs> and doing everything in a, in a non traditional way. Um, but it's crazy how we both hit some kind of a bottom that we felt like was a time that we needed to, to change. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and really, um, for me, and I think this is applicable to anybody, right. When it comes to mindset, um, one, if you have a big vision, right. If it's entrepreneurial, if it's investing, if it's something that only five or 2% of the, the population can even fathom doing, I think, one of the important things to control your mindset is to limit the amount of people that have that are around you that are not going in the same direction that you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I had to isolate myself in order to get my mindset right. Um, so only positive people, only people that were uplifting, um, you know, from a either entertaining standpoint or I could learn something from them, edutaining, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and everybody else, I basically cut off. Right. Anybody that wasn't in support of my anybody I can say, hey, look, I'm going to be a real estate investor that didn't you know, that wasn't celebrating. That wasn't giving me an objective reason to why they thought I need to think it through a little bit more was out. Mm-hmm. Because at a certain point in time, when you're putting your all into everything, either people are with you or they're standing in your way. I don't think there's any in between. It's a what what about the people? What about the people that may be in a situation right, where it's their person that they're living with is dragging them down yeah so (laughs) i used to just stay in my room Mm -hmm. like so i mean obviously you can't change your environment um and nothing is going to be absolute Mm -hmm. right um if it's uh that could be interpreted a couple different ways it could be a family member or it could be a love a, a relationship that you're in yeah so you know i think i think the pandemic was a real interesting time right where people got to really take a closer look at who they're living with mm-hmm. and determine, Hey, you know what? Your vibes are, are bringing me down. Um, a lot of people are like, man, as soon as these doors open up, uh, I'm out of here. Um, but you know, you can sometimes live with somebody and never see them also. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can just coexist with somebody. Roommates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It can be a roommate situation regardless if you're dating them or, or not, you can sleep in the same bed next to somebody and, and mm-hmm. never, um, you know, interact with them, but to your best of ability, you want to incubate and start to put people on your team that are going to be uh, of quality. You rather have four quarters versus a hundred pennies, you know, but mindset wise, just controlling your mindset and focusing on the positive things that you can, um, and making sure that you, you're, you're feeding, you're, you're building that confidence. For me, it was, you know, uh, even though my my goal was to make something small happen, right? So I was I had no car, so I was weighing tables at uh, at, at a restaurant, 
<laughs> I almost said the, the establishment, but I was waiting tables at a restaurant and only I had was one of those animal cracker containers, mm-hmm. like those big, like the big bear that was like, you know, Sam's club, whatever you get that from. And I just stuffed my dollars in there. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the mindset is like, yo, one day this is going to be full yeah. and I'm going to take this animal cracker thing into the car dealership and I'm going to say, hey, this is my down payment <laughs> for a car, right? Mm-hmm. That was just just doing one little thing like that and just visualizing this full bear, right, <laughs> was what was going to get me to the next level. Yeah, Like that's what got me through. Um, and so, uh, you know, I had no TV. I would just go home, stare at this bear. Um, and just start writing plans or reading books, um, you know, and, and after I did that and that bear gets full, it's like, you know what? I set my mind to something. I made something happen. Your confidence starts to, starts to build a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Now your boy is not walking anymore, right? Your boy is whipping a, a Pontiac Grand Prix from the, from the buy here, pay here. Um, and so I kind of built that up to where my mindset got stronger and stronger. It's kind of like a muscle that you develop. So How about for you. What so you what? What do you feel like was that switch in you that made it be like, I'm going to make this happen? Um, Does that question make sense? You know, why don't you clarify? Like, because what you could have easily done is like, hey, I don't like working at, as a, a, at the, at the, at this restaurant. I could just go find, go apply for another job somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So what was it in you that made you feel like I know working for or at this restaurant wasn't my intention, wasn't where I wanted to be? So let's be clear. Right. I always thought that I was going to be something and I was going to do something. Um, I also understood that if I wasn't going to go a traditional path Mm -hmm. of uh, going to school, then, you know, whether they say either you got to have a good jump shot or. (laughs) <laughs> or a hustle crack rock whatever it is but like you have to have some kind of plan if you're not going to go to school to do something and you know everybody says they want to go out and do it but they actually a lot, a lot of people go out and take that leap mm-hmm. so i was already prepared to work hard um but i just looked up and i hadn't executed any kind of plans whatsoever uh so for me it was hitting rock bottom I told myself I would be a millionaire by 25 <laughs> and here I am begging my father to take me back into his house, sleeping in my childhood twin bed. Right. And that, that benchmark I gave myself, I clearly failed. I'm on whatever the opposite of a millionaire was. That's what I was at mm-hmm. that point in time. And so I, I decided that something needed to happen if I was going to hit this goal. Um, because, you know, I had ambitions of, of retiring early and it was time to get to work. So I had to, I could, I could continue to try to do it on my own, living on my own, doing everything. Or I could beg my father to take me in where I had no bills and I had the time to experiment. Mm-hmm. I could then go ahead and uh, take more risks with less mm-hmm. overhead. Um, so that reset period was a time where I was like, you know, I'm going to get my life right and make an adjustment. And, um... How old were you when you ended up having to get back? Doing that, to- doing that reset. So it was, I'd say I was 26 or 27 years old. Okay. Um, is when, is when that started. But, but the first thing I did was I isolated myself from everybody, um, that I felt like wasn't contributing to my success. Um, that there are some people that look like they're good people or fun people to be around, but they're calling you to party or get twisted. And so you're not able to wake up. They're good to do 
what's seemingly fun but self-destructive activities with only. And so that was a hard part was differentiating people who had good intentions, but they would take you to only do <laughs> self-destructive activities, right? So isolating myself, filling my mind with positive things, and then building up like that muscle of, hey, I'm going to visualize that this bear is full, right? Then once that bear gets full and it turns into a car, right, then it's it's turning into something bigger and bigger to the point where it's like, wow, anything I do, after a certain point in time, all I saw in front of me were things that I would be visualizing this whole time. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I started, you know, writing down my goals. I started keeping three lists, my, um, my lifetime, my yearly and my monthly goals. And, um, you know, just checking them off little by little, you know, felt good. So you can start to jumpstart your mindset, at least from my perspective, right. By, um, having, small actions that's going to go ahead and get you to where you need to be that you things that you check off your list that makes you feel good so if i was at a really low point hey it's clean my room yeah <laughs> you know like i'm gonna visualize this room being clean uh but wherever you're at um start building that up and then you'll realize that it's not it's not that difficult it's just a series of small steps that take you to wherever you need to go yeah you can kind of build a ladder there mm-hmm. um but mindset i think is one of the number one things however we arrive there um, and being able to identify as a successful person, you can do that if you reverse engineer from your lifetime goals and you break it down into small steps. You can see I can get to anywhere regardless of where you're at. So if it's get my account out of overdraft, then stay out of overdraft, then make sure I've got a dollar in there to $10, <laughs> you can get there. Um, and it doesn't necessarily only have to be identifying with somebody else's rags of riches story. Um, you know, you can write your own in that particular case. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? 100%. <laughs> good, good. So, I mean, the other thing that I think holds people back from getting started investing in real estate is a lack of knowledge, right? So, okay. a lot of people don't know how to start, uh, how much is it going to cost, mm-hmm. right? Um, where should I start investing at, right? Who can I who can I trust to get this knowledge from? Um, you could trust those. I think so. Yeah. You look like a very trustworthy guy. Yeah. You got your degree in real... Oh, no. It was in... It was in <laughs> health got my bumps in real estate and what got my l's in real estate yeah you did yeah you did we'll talk about that um so you know a lot of times it's it's getting the knowledge right so uh people they first don't have the mindset or sometimes people have the they have all the knowledge but they're they don't have the the mindset it's weird you can any of these steps we talk about you mm-hmm. can have one and not the other i mean i i've met all types of people that have a mix of one of the other or two of the three things that they may mm-hmm. need. Um, but, but knowledge, right? So when you're deciding to get started investing, then, uh, I think it's important that you invest some time. You gotta, you have to pay a tuition. You're going to pay your tuition one way or another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's either going to come from your first project that you jump into and you lose your ass on. Yeah. Um, hopefully not. Or, it's going to come from you doing a little bit of research beforehand um, and learning how to get started in this. So how how, <clears throat> how I look at it is two ways, right? If you got the money to mm-hmm. play, you, if you got the money, you're going to have the uh, the ability to, to learn uh, quicker, hmm. right? Meaning you're going to be able to buy the courses, buy the books, buy the like the and or hire the mentors, right? If you don't have the money now, you're on YouTube spending your time or 
going to the library, finding the books, going to Barnes and Noble, reading the books there. Right, mm-hmm. you can always read the book there, save the or write down the chapter down. All right, next day you go back to Barnes and Nobles and you do the same thing. So, were you the money? Were you on the money side, or were you on the uh, boot bootstrapping it with uh, YouTube and well, with real estate? Yeah. So with real estate, I was I didn't I didn't have the money. Right. So with real estate. Uh, was YouTube? YouTube was a thing back then. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that old, right? Yeah, so, too. YouTube. Yeah. I I didn't learn everything. I didn't learn everything off of YouTube. But like I said, I went to that seminar. That seminar led me to uh, other people's seminars, right? Like uh, other other uh, other uh, any traveling gurus. circus in town. That yeah, was teaching yeah. Course. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So that that happened to come across me a, a little bit more. And at the same time, I'm I'm me personally. I'm a person who likes to partner partner with people right i see okay if we're on the same mindset if we want to do the same thing and i could trust you mm-hmm. let's see how this goes so i had my first real estate was partnership was with two people right mm-hmm. it was with uh, two people we had a company back then and we paid for this mentorship it was actually a uh so hold on so you you partnered in order to get the knowledge. In order to get the knowledge, yes. That's dope. I didn't even, I didn't think about it as an, as an option. So the reason being, right, I could uh, get into the story. Uh, it's not a long story, but the the guys that I partnership, we were friends since since forever, right? Since uh, since I moved to Philly childhood. Ron friends. and Maverick Carter? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we were friends forever, right? We were friends since the beginning, and then I I was on this real estate journey, and I told them, hey, I've been looking about real estate. They just came back from the army, so they were deployed, and they had uh they had they had money that they wanted to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Then we started looking into uh, into real estate. I told them what I wanted to do. I was like, yo, we think about the same thing, and then they were Sound, like, this sounds like a, a crazy joke, right? So I uh, college dropout. Uh, a Penn State graduate and an Army guy. Like, <laughs> so we have a diverse background of people mm-hmm. that are, no matter where, they're starting from different points. Yeah. Like somebody, yeah. the most honorable to scumbag me who's like, you know, partying and dropping out. That's interesting. So, so I'm sorry, con- continue. No, no, no. So after he uh, he paid the, the, the fund, he, he put out, he had, they had the money first to to pay for the mentorship, and then we we're like, "Hey, once we start getting deals, uh, you're gonna get your money back, right?" Uh-huh. And that's ended up what, what was happening. So that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know the the knowledge and the the um, the mental part of it kind of go hand in hand, right? So people tend to fear the unknown, mm-hmm. and by arming yourself with knowledge, then you're probably more willing to go move forward. But you can't get your mindset right on how you're even going to wrap your head around doing this if, you do, if you're like, okay, cool. We have all these obstacles, right? One, I can't see myself even getting out of overdraft <laughs> or out of this dead-end job or, you know, I'm going back to civilian life, depending yeah. on whatever your limiting belief is. And then the second part is, okay, but how? How the heck would I even do this? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> a lot of people would just would have just stopped at Oh man, I can't afford for I can't afford this course. Mm-hmm. Like I can't I can't pay for this mentorship. Uh and it stops there. It's like the difference between using a calculator and using open hand. What do you mean? It's like the difference between uh okay, you could put in the calculator, 
what is 125 times 1 million and 25, right? I did that in my head. It's, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, but go ahead. But a calculator is going to give you that instantly, right? Mm-hmm. So when you have the money, you're able to buy the calculator. Mm-hmm. Compared to if you don't have the money, now it's time for you to put get your pen and paper out and write and 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 write out the work. Yeah. So basically, I understand. So you, it's a it's a longer process. You got to crunch everything by hand. You got to do everything. You have to find. So you get out the mud if if you're exactly if you're if you can't afford to pay. Yes. Which, you know, that's the alternative I want to present. Also, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all I had, and I wasn't even resourceful enough to even be thinking about. Hey, let's partner with somebody. Let's go. Let's go bust down this course real quick mm-hmm. and, and make it happen. Um, for me, it was. Uh, I feel like I'm like the original user from Bigger Pockets. You know, <laughs> like Google's my best friend. Like as far mm-hmm. as like looking things up and reading books and trying to put it all together. Um, you know, through these, I'm a little bit older, right? So like I had to. Uh, we didn't have as many resources. YouTube. Okay, I think it was like you know a, a cat playing the, the keyboard at that time was like the main thing that was on there, uh-huh. so it wasn't even a thing. Uh, but yeah, now there's an abundance of information, and really, I think what you find in a lot of these courses is there's a lot of good content that some of these providers have, uh, but really, it's somebody who took the time to put all the research together. Like yeah. a lot of stuff you can find online, um, but they kind of filtered it and made it kind of concise, and you know they'll they'll teach you how to unpack everything that's in this course here i'd I'd imagine the one the one thing that you can't find online is the bumps and the bruises that comes with it right not not saying that included in the curriculum or saying that that the (laughs) life is the is the experience is the best teacher is that what you're saying experience is the best teacher right knowing everything right knowing everything is great right you can know everything okay i know step one two three four five six seven eight right but okay if step one if I get past step one and then on to step two, mm-hmm. it doesn't go as planned. Yeah. They don't tell you what to do in that case. Yeah. So that's the problem with, with the no, courses. So, yeah, I mean, I, I completely understand what you're saying, right? When it comes down to uh, experience is going to be the best teacher, mm-hmm. right? If you're too rigid and you just stick to a book and it's step one, two, three, yeah, sometimes you, you, you know, you go itsy bitsy spider and fall right back down to the very first step, mm-hmm. and what, what that's Mike what Tyson takes say? people out. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yep, <laughs> right. So sometimes you get punched in the face, and now what? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that one of the characteristics are going to be just grit and resilience, and the ability to uh, to self educate, to to take in that feedback that that you get from experience and make an adjustment. So comes back to mindset. Yeah, exactly. So, but yes, knowledge, you can find a mentor, you can find uh, knowledge online for free. Either you're going to have to be willing to roll up your sleeves and uh, invest your time or you invest your money. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, there's no substitution for having a mindset and a resiliency to go ahead and, and make adjustments depending on whatever life throws at you. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, it's a good way to think about it. So when it comes to, the other option or the other thing that I feel like uh, keeps people from taking action from takes people from getting started with uh, investing is just a lack of action. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, long before the COVID-19 pandemic, 
there was a plague that was sweeping <laughs> would-be real estate investors <laughs> for quite some time. Yeah, it's a little something that we call analysis paralysis, right? It's been devastating people, shutting people down <laughs> for quite some time and keeping 100%. them from taking any action whatsoever, <clears throat> right? What does analysis paralysis mean to you? What does it mean to me? Yeah. It means you're trying to figure out everything that's going to happen before it happens. Yeah. So you're, you're trying to find as much information as much as possible. Yeah. But it's just a, for me, it's like another form of procrastination. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. I, procrastination. Huh? Yeah, I think I agree. Right. So analysis paralysis, it's you're 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 just hoarding and gathering a bunch of information, thinking that the more bits and pieces of information you get, all of a sudden, one of those bits of information is going to give you the confidence to just go jump out. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've ever gotten to a place where you felt like you've gotten 100% of the information before you've taken a leap into something. Me personally? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a shoot first, aim later type of guy. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, <laughs> essentially, I don't think any, you'll ever get to that place where you have all a full 360 view yeah. of something, right? Um, it's plan as best you can. Then afterwards, you got to walk by faith at some point in time, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're, I mean, you're trying to date somebody, you can date them forever before you decide, well, before you decide to commit to them in a longer term relationship. But at some point, you just got to take a risk mm -hmm. in anything that you're doing. Um, and I think it's the same thing, right? Uh, people go to this, okay, I got the mindset. Yes, I can see myself as an investor. Oh, I got all this knowledge. Hey, let me take 17, uh, you know, rich dad, poor dad seminars. Let me go do this. And it's mm -hmm. ready, aim, aim, aim aim and need, they never shoot need that more information need something else yeah feel like they're missing something yeah brian's just out here spraying blindly there's no <laughs> aim it's just straight up like flamethrower spray <laughs> like i i got you um thank god he's the he's the penn state friend not the military friend, like <laughs> over here but with that being said i think another thing is that a lot of folks are trying to figure out how to do the perfect deal make everything perfect mm -hmm. right like and so, you know, I, I'm trying to adopt the mindset a little bit more of completion over perfection, mm -hmm. right? What did they say? Something that's completed is, can always be perfected, um, but something that's never completed can never be perfected, yeah. right? So uh, it's better to put out several iterations of something and get better and better. I think people are just like, how do I make sure I go ahead and, eh, and get the perfect deal done and, and I, never, I never take any lumps at all? Like, it's not going to happen. Never going to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, how many people do I sit around and see that never do a deal, right? Either they're attached to getting a deal with, so my mentor told me that I need to get it exactly a 25% return. And so this one is only a 24.8% return. So I'm not going to do it. Like that perfection, that waiting for the, for the right moment, like is, can cost you. Mm-hmm. A ton. And then you find that deal that's supposed to be the perfect one and something goes wrong. Life throws something at you again. And at 25%, you're just, you're lucky to get a 3% return or to not, not go broke or, or lose yeah. your ass on a deal. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think just, uh, as far as taking actions concerned, uh, you're the most actionable, one of the most actionable people I know. How do you get out of your own way and just start taking action? Like what, what, What's that dialogue like? I just, I'm just going to go ahead and do it and deal with the consequences or um, what, what is it that, what, what do you think about when you're making that happen? When, when I'm taking action? action? Yeah. 
now, right? Uh, so I, I would now it's 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 pretty easy. But uh, in the past, what I would have to do is think about think about what am I what my why, right? Think about what's the reason I want to take action. What's the what's the underlying reason behind everything that I want to do? Mm-hmm. So once I have that figured out. Right, I want to build generational wealth. It's real estate. If it's, I want to leave something, I want to pass something on. Right. So if that's the case, me wasting time trying to find more information when I have enough information to get to step one and get it started. All right. Now I'm going to do it because the more I wait, the more my chances are of of not knowing. So you, it becomes so vivid. The you're living in this this vision of your why mm-hmm. and what you're trying to make happen that it just compels you forward. Yeah. Pushes through all the other BS that's standing in your way, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I think for, for me, I start to do a risk reward, right? I'm just mm-hmm. like, you know what, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. And am I willing to live with that? Mm-hmm. So when I thought about, you know, investing, I'm like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? I'm homeless and I got to sleep in my car. Mm-hmm. Or I got to ask my dad to live in his house. Okay. I can live with that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, but the upside, you know, I'm not going to do that for the sake of making $10, but for the sake of building generational wealth, I'm willing to do that. Yeah. Um, for the sake of doing something great. So I, I do that math and I determine what happens. And if the consequences isn't anything that I can't handle. A lot of times you think about the worst case scenario, it's like, okay, so what? You know, like, so worst case scenario, I got to what? I got to go get a job. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, so what? I might have a bunch of bills. I already got a bunch of bill collectors. I'm an overdraft. Right. So, like, I, I can go broke being mediocre in this world as well. 100%. Um, so that's kind of what that's kind of how I determine, like, if I'm if I'm going to do it um, and I get past that. Now, I do like to plan to a certain extent, but I also give myself a hard deadline. It's like, OK. Um, look, Jeff, if you want to plan this out and overthink it and analyze it every which way, give yourself a week, but whatever, at whatever state you're in after that given week, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so yeah, you have this artificial deadline that is going to make you shut off your brain and just one to three go. Um, and so I'll, I'll give myself a little bit of that, but most of the time I've probably psyched myself out during that planning period. And I'm just going to have to go off of instinct at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what, that's what helps me. But, you know, for the most part, that's what we're here to do. You know, we're, we're here to give you a different perspective on, uh, the things you can do to get started in this business and not just get started, but to dominate, uh, you know, as the name implies, dominate real estate. It's really about taking ownership of whatever level you're at. So if it's, Hey, I'm dead broke, just trying to get started and doing the most you possibly can to thrive, like mm-hmm. leaving it to no chance whatsoever. Not just, Hey, I just want to kind of dabble like, uh, in, in getting involved in this. If you're at a, at a more advanced level where you've got your first couple of properties, okay, how do you kill this? How do we do, how do we max out and get to the top level there is, you know, versus just barely getting into this or barely thriving, you know? Um, and that's, those are some of the things we're going to want to share, but I, I thought it was very important to me that, uh, from somebody who's gone out there and looked for, other people's rag, rags to riches stories that I was trying to identify with that we had somebody that was going to give mm-hmm. uh, multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. you know, not just one of the, you know, the, the middle class 
suburban dude who's <laughs> who's who's working and decided to do this. That there's 16 year old kids I've seen that decided they want to change their life. There's somebody who's you know getting out of uh, certain countries, you know that um, that they felt oppressed in, and this is the American dream. This is the way that they're gonna you know free all their family back home. Um, you know, and there's military and, 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 and college graduates. So, um, you know, I think if we stick to those things, uh, those three things, if folks can overcome the mindset issues, if they can overcome the lack of knowledge by educating themselves, mm-hmm. um, and being resourceful in how they get that, that knowledge, whether it be teaming up with somebody, whether it be doing the legwork themselves or just paying out of pocket themselves, um, you know, they can go ahead and get that knowledge. And of course, at the end of the day, it's all meaningless if you don't take any action. Unless you take action. True. Yeah. So uh, with that being said, I think folks should go out there and take action. Uh, start dominating. And let's start dominating. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Got it. Thanks for checking out. First episode, we appreciate you guys. Yes, indeed.